Well, Lane, are you ready to to the finale of Tiger? Why, yes, Gary, yes, I am. I did it. Buddy, go! Buddy, go! Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger, the show where we talk about Ultraman's past, present, future, Godzilla, and all kaiju in between. I am your host, Ultra Pink Caster Lane. And I am your host, Ultra Yellow Caster Gar. And today, we are not actually talking about anything about Ultraman's past, or future, or Godzilla, or all kaiju in between. But today, we are talking about the final four episodes of Ultraman Taiga. Hell yeah. Finally getting the show done. You mean, you mean Taiga or our show? Taiga. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so no news or anything. We're just going to talk about episodes 22, 23, 24, and 25 of Ultraman Taiga. Yeah. Get this shit done and over with. No. Oh, the, the, the final four episodes of Taiga. Uh, however, this... This doesn't mean we're done with Taiga for the future. Uh, we still have the Tri-Squad audio dramas to talk about. Which we've been desperately waiting for. Which we're patiently waiting for more releases from the fan subgroup that took them on. Yep. So, you know, once they're all done, I'll look through, see which ones are like tiny little stories. And we'll talk about them like every, like probably like once a month or something. Yeah. Um, alright, so, starting off with episode 22, What's Up with Takong? So... What's up with Takong? So, I gotta say, that, so the kaiju of this episode, we got two. So yeah. got the oil monster, Takong, and the ferocious monster, Gisteron. Yeah, which, I, I swear Gisteron was supposed to be Astron, in which it is the same design, just modified a bit. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's like a different version of Astron. But yeah, no. Ta- a Molin version. So Takong's this really awesome looking kaiju because it was one of the, it was one of those things again, where if you remember that episode of Extra Extra, uh, where we talked about the Tenga Robo, and I just went from being like really weirded out, and by the end I was just so fascinated by it. This is this is that same situation with Takong. The first time I saw him, I was like, "What the fuck is that thing?" And then by the end of this episode, I was like, "I love him. I just want to hold him and tell him every, everything's okay." Aww. So he's like, he's basically based off of an octopus and Takoyaki, more specifically. Because he's round. He is stuff round, touch the ground. He is short, fat, can't touch his back. Yep. Because his arms are like really tiny. They're like at the very top of him. Oh yeah, they're at the very top. Like, the joke I made was that he looks like Golem from Pokemon. Oh yeah, he does. Yeah, so like... I like to think that that's where they got Takong's, like, or Golem's inspiration from, was from him. I mean, I could see it. Just, it's just Takong, or Takong, but reversed. Yeah, so... Um, like I said, being water-based, he's land-based. Yeah, so, 
Uh, he, like, he shows up, and, cause, like, there's this kid named Shinji who, like, we find out he's an alien, but I like to think he's Tekong's son. I don't think he's an alien. He, he sprouted tentacles, Gar. He's sitting on top of Tekong, and he had tentacle arms. He, he, did, he didn't have tentacle arms. Yes, he arms. did. If you go back and look at the episode at the end when he's he on did top not. of Tekong, he spawned tentacle arms! He did not. Yes, he did. I'm not shitting you. He didn't. You can go not. look it up right now. I am... He had he had tentacle arms at the end. You know, I look. We are looking this up. That's what like right now. I was wondering why you were like going like he's not his son. He's probably his tackle. I was like, no, no, no. All right, we'll be right back. We're just, he's gonna look see the tentacle arms. See, I told you. How did you miss that? It was like one a.m. when I took notes for this episode. <laughs> Do you really think I'm keeping a keen eye on my laptop of like? Are those, are, are those tentacles? Yeah, see, he spawns tentacles at the end. What the fuck? So yeah, so I think he was Takong's son. I wouldn't, or at least a member of the race. Yeah, probably. Um, so Takong busts in. He, he, he's not really doing anything like harmful or destructive. He's just walking around. Um, What's he doing? He's been doing the same thing that they've always been doing. They're just standing there. Talking. Um, so, what are they talking about? I hate you. I fucking hate you. Um, so, like, uh, like, the, uh, the Aegis crew, Aegis crew is just, like, watching, and they're like, should we, like, do something? And it's like, it's not really doing anything destructive. Like, we, we don't, we don't respond to him unless he's, like, showing any ill hostility. Well, what about the government? Uh, he, he had, like, the monster's not giving off any ill intent. Like monsters is giving off Ill, like ill intentions, so they're just gonna leave him. Yeah, like he's like he didn't have any adrenaline showing when he like arrived, so we're just gonna leave him. Here he's like, something yeah, I gotta go fucking do something about this. And they're like, where are you going? And he's like, uh, jogging. Oh, forgot my jacket. Oh. Like at this point, they know. They they know he's fucking they, up. They Taiga. gotta know. They have to know. Um, so he goes off to try to fight him, and so Taiga gets like gets stuck to him. No, Fuma gets stuck. To well, him. yeah, but like Taiga tries to attack him. He's like, Titus, which I feel like he would have been the one to be able to defeat him because it kind of shows because he summons Titus to like run after him with brute strength, and Takong uh, spits oil on the ground to make Titus slip so he can't uh, get to him. So I like to think that Titus could have been the one to defeat him, uh, and like even Titus just like fucking oil. That's not fair. <laughs> So then, like, Fuma finally shows up. After, like, what? Five episodes. Three episodes? Yeah. There you go, guy. You like like Fuma. I like Fuma's design. I like the whole blue. Titus is the most for me. Um, And so Fuma tries fighting him. He gets stuck, and he's, like, actually getting, like, really fucking irritated about it, too. He's just like, God! God! No, not now! Fucking God! And then, yeah, he runs out of energy, and, like, and then Takon just, like, goes to sleep. Yeah, he, he goes up to the near oil, like, he goes up to the oil, uh, the oil factory. Like, pipeline or whatever like yeah. that, and just starts uh, and sipping some oil. Yeah, sipping some oil, and, and they're, like, they're like, oh, he's not doing anything that bad. What if he explodes? Bakuhatsu. Now, I didn't think that <laughs> Yeah. Um... So then, uh, like, Hiroyuki's just kind of, like, 
doing stuff, and then uh, the boy Shinji shows up to him, and he's just like, "You have three aliens inside you, don't you?" And he's like, "What? what? I what need, do you mean? I need oh, I saw you get your ass kicked by that guy, by Tacon." <laughs> I need you and your alien friends to, to go help on. me defeat Geestron because he's coming back from his nap and he's really upset. And Tacon's the one who keeps him in check and keeps him balanced, but Tacon's really old, so he can't really do the job by himself. Well, why and, is Geestron showing up? Because the Earth's polluted. Well, I mean, yeah, we're, we're, we're currently working on that. Physically and yeah, emotionally. Yeah, but that makes Geestron mad. <laughs> Just emotionally and physically. What do you mean by emotionally? Because apparently earlier on in the episode, there was a news story indicating that there are over 6,000 cases open involving humans learning about the existence of aliens. Yeah, and a bunch of them were like, oh, they should just go back to where they belong. And other people were like, oh, we should just kill them. Yeah, and one of the guys was like, fucking kill them all. Fucking kill them. And, and like, Aegis is like, okay. Alright, um, so yeah, so Shinji asks uh, Hiroyuki's help in defeating Geestron when he shows up to like put him back in his place, and he, and Hiroyuki's like, I'll do my best, I suppose. Alright. Alright, and like, basically just like, eventually Geestron shows up, he starts fucking shit up, and uh, Tacon tries to like fight him, but like, he just can't do it alone, mm-hmm. so then... Uh, here, uh, Tiger shows up, they start fighting together, and, like, uh, oh, yeah, Tycon also has, like, uh, camouflage, so he can, like, turn invisible, like an octopus can. Yeah, he can cloak himself. Yeah. So that was cool, and he, like, he goes to try stereo, and basically they just, like, backhand Geestron. <laughs> Which, I really like Geestron's design. I don't know why, but Astron's design is alright, but I think with the extra horns, like, the extra blades and such on him... He looks a bit cooler to also, me. Also, I've noticed a lot throughout the series that they like to animate the eyes on the kaijus. Makes them look more alive. Yeah, no, like, I like that little touch. It's actually really nice. Um, and, like... Can you, can you imagine if Gonku was in that show? Just yeah. the giant eye. Oh my god, that'd be awesome. Uh, so then Taekwong's like, alright, we got him. And he's like, well, my, my job is done. Time, we're gonna return back to the sea. But be warned, Hiroyuki. There's another great evil coming. Okay, bye. Yeah, bye. <laughs> Ten arms and all everything. Ten arms fly away. Um. Yeah, and that's basically it. Like it. It was a very. It was like a last kind of filler episode before shit hits the fan. Shit hits the fan. Um. But I. I love Tacon. I like. I think he's honestly my favorite kaiju in this entire series. He shows up in Return of Ultraman. In fact, I think it's the first episode. He and Astron fight in the first episode of Return of Ultraman. Ah, so they just always had like a, a rivalry, kind of. Yeah, because cool. like, like he's from the land, he's from the sea. Alright. But yeah, no, I love Tacon. He, he was also, and he liked Geestron, so. Yeah. So we each liked the, the, the different kaiju from this uh, episode. Yep. You know, I think I know one. Hmm. Remind me a bit of Groudon, Groudon a bit from uh, Pokemon. Oh, I love Groudon as well. I, I was never a fan of Kyogre. Isn't it Kyogre? Uh, whatever. I always call him Kyogre. Um, this episode also... T- I think it's this episode that taught us this. Again, it's been ten months since we started watching Taiga. But apparently the uh, the name of the city that they that they live in is Setahara. Oh. See, that's why I like... I, I like learning like tiny details like that. It's like... Where do they live? Tokyo? No, it's Sahara. Yeah, that's why it was cool in Gaim. They had like uh, had like a fictional city. Hellheim. 
Well, no, Zawami Singh. Oh, oh yeah, Zawami Singh. Oh, that's the name of the fucking killer force that was trying to kill everybody. What's the difference? <laughs> um, yeah, no. I, I might get it. I think after the invasion's over, uh, and, like, the Japanese male is in a better uh, position, I might uh, order attack on vinyl just to go with my kaijus. Because, I don't know, I like the really weird, like... I either like the mechanical ones or the really weird ones like Dinosaur Tank and stuff. So You wouldn't believe how many people have contacted me being like, what is this? I'm like, Dinosaur Tank. They're like, what? That's one of my favorite, that's one of my favorite reactions ever in Ultra Ranger. Like, honestly, after you found out, apparently everyone heard the news of Dinosaur Tank. I mean, what can you say, man? It's fucking awesome. It's a dinosaur riding a tank. He's like fucking does drips and shit. I love it. <laughs> but no, I, I enjoyed this episode. Yeah, I, I thought it was really good. Um, no, it, it's nice filler. It doesn't rip at your freaking heartstrings like episode ten did with the nap with alien knuckle. Oh, hey, oh boy. Yeah, I think that I think we can both agree that like the alien knuckle episode was like the best of the entire series. Probably. Yeah. Oh god, just tie this. Ty's kicking Black King's ass. That was so good. <laughs> I, I will go back to, to watch Tyga just to watch that. Watch Freaking dummy dum. Dummy dum with no effort. Um, <laughs> no. Alright, so now we got episode 23, Clash, Ultra Big Match. So, since it was nearing the Ultra and Zero and Belial's 10th anniversary. They were like, fuck it, let uh, Belial and Zero show up. Yeah, so they have an entire episode solely dedicated to Ultraman Zero teaming up with Taiga in celebration of his anniversary. Also because, oh, it'd be great promotion to have the son of Taro team up with the son of Ultra 7. I mean, it had to happen eventually. Yeah. Um, and so this week, we or this episode, we got the kaiju episode was the Imitation Ultraman Belial. So it was literally, like, if you remember that alien Cherub from the, like, episodes ago who had, like, Belial's DNA, he was able to actually make a copy of Belial. Just the, the thing with this one is he's got a yellow fin and then his claws are yellow. Which apparently that was an accident when... So there are three aliens in this episode as well, aside from uh, Chibu. Mm-hmm. There's uh, Zara, who's best known for doing the imitation, or the fake Ultraman in the original show. He was show. my favorite of the three. Uh, you, you had Godola, mm-hmm. the uh, red, white one. The red, white, and black one. Which apparently he shows up in Ultra 7. And Alien Sran, who was apparently the final villain in Ultraman Max. Jesus Christ. So to think, you went from top tier shit... To comic relief. To comic relief. And I have to say, like... The, I, I, this, like I love this trope in Ultraman where you have like a group of like aliens together. And they're just... They're, sh- they're friends. They're buddies. They're having comedic moments. They're shooting shit. Like, at one point, like, Zara or whatever, he like touches like the stuff inside the machine and he like falls over starts foaming at the mouth they're like oh my god sir oh, 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 oh my god i'm still alive holy shit like, yeah and, that, and that's why Bel- that's why apparently belial has the yellow fingers in the fin because he put his hand into it it kind of fucked up the chemical reaction of it oh okay which now i'm like did they ruin the Belial suit by painting it? I'm like, you fucker. No, they probably have several Belial suits. Okay, thank God. For, here's my here's my theory. Ultraman's, or not theory, but here's my idea. Uh, for Ultraman suits, they probably keep at least 
three or four on hand. Not to mention, they also have stage shows Yeah. across Japan, so they probably just took one from the stage show, and it's like, what are you doing? We're painting it. We're painting the fingers in the fin yellow. Why? Because why the fuck not? We, it's not like we can't just make another one. Also, I like this alien uh, Chibu because he had like he had like a bow tie, <laughs> a giant like he looked like a game show host, like. <laughs> Which I, I swear that's the same alien Chibu from the Rube episode where they were doing the news story on the Minato family. Maybe. Yeah, it's like it's like guys, guys, their dad's a father of Ultra. Yeah, because ain't Acceler because Acceler's dead. Yeah, Acceler. Well, uh, it's to be to be determined. Defeated. How about we just keep it at that? He is defeated at this moment. He's still alive, just in sparked off form. Yeah. Because Dark Blue yelled, like you know, reversed him back into a spark doll. Mm-hmm. Um, which God, I remember I almost bought that spark doll with like the whole suit and everything, and then it came to be like too much money, and I actually had to like message the guy to cancel it. It's like I'm like I'm sorry, I can't afford this. And he's like okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I just, I loved, the, I loved the chemistry between these three. Like, it was, like, really funny, because they were both, like, worried for each other, and it's just like, don't fucking touch it. Like, I'm Jesus. Sorry. So, yeah, they shoot a gun, and they, like, summon Belial, and, like, Tiger's just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> That's someone my father fucking uh, got involved with a long time ago. It's like, oh, shit. What's fuck? So, they go to try to fight him, and, like... Titus is, like, the only one who seems to be, like, at kind of equal strength with Belial, because they do, like, a JoJo thing, where they're like, Whoa! Apparently that is a JoJo reference. Yeah, I figured. Uh, and, like, Fuma, Fuma's a bit fast for him, but, like, in the end, Belial's able to take him brute, down. Just the brute strength. Taiga can't do shit. The, well, this is the way that I think of it, is that the Belial in this episode is definitely much like how in the movie Logan... You have X-24. Oh, you mean the coolest thing in the entire movie? Yeah, where it's just a clone of Belial with no no memories. Yeah, no conscience. Yeah, with no conscience. So it is just a killing machine. Yeah. Which, also, kudos for this episode to actually have a nice attention to detail where Chibu's like, Oh, we'll make Ultraman... Oh, we'll summon Ultraman Belial. Didn't Ultraman G kick his ass (laughs) and kill him? (laughs) Yeah. Several times. Also, it was funny that, uh, like, uh, Parika and, uh, freaking Kano see, see Vlad and they're just like, like, oh, he's got yellow hands. It's kind of funny. They look like bananas. Yeah, but, oh, they do look like bananas. Banana. 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 Um, uh, so then it's interesting. Kirishima sees, uh, sees Kirisaki. Sorry. Yeah, Kirisaki. I don't know why I keep saying Kirishima. Uh, Kirisaki sees him. And he looks up and he's like, oh, well, we can't have that fucking uh, ruining my plans. Transforms into Trevier and he's just like, yeah, I have no time for your bullshit. He he almost dummies Belial himself. Yeah, and it's like, why are you doing this? Because I'm not going to let some wooden doll take you out. Yeah, he he does he want he wants to have his plans fulfilled. So he doesn't want Bel- the, this Belial clone to fucking fuck everything up. So we see Trevier fight a bit more and like, God, just... He's so smooth. I know. Like, all his movements are so smooth. It's like very... Like he... Know, like since he's a blue Ultraman, he's not as strong as, you know, like the red tribe... Like, you know, blue tribe and the red tribe of Ultraman. Yeah, this is actual canon lore where blues are actually weaker than the reds. Wow. 
but they are a bit smarter. And faster. And faster. So Tregear is using his, like... That would explain... Yeah, that would explain why... or... Uh, reflex. Yeah, he's... He says he has very strong... He has very fast reflexes. Yeah. Or no, uh, oh, sorry, he's... No, that's not a good word to use. I was gonna say he, he uses his disability to his advantage, but I'm like, uh, that doesn't no, sound no, right. No, 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 no. He just... He, he's very instinctive. He has... He's, he's very... He's very intelligent, and he's, uh... He just has fast reflexes. Mm-hmm. Um... Oh, there was also a cute little reference to episode 34 of Ultraman from 66, where Hiroyuki runs out... He pulls up the tiger spark and he's still holding the fork in his hand. Oh, yeah, because they all have lunch. They're about to have lunch. And, like, it's actually cute when uh, it's like, oh, it's lunch! And you just see Parika just jump to the shot and she's like, yeah! She's laughing. So, like, they let, like, Hiroyuki and Homari let her choose. And she's like, well, come to Miso! And then they start, like, doing rock, paper, scissors, which I Hiroyuki loses. Oh. Rock beats scissors. Rock beats scissors. Yeah. Well, I'm Ultraman. Fuck you. <laughs> Um, so that was really funny. And so then, like, Trigger like, hears, like, the aliens and, like, alien troop, like, yelling, and he just goes and peeks in the window. Hey, what's up, fuckers? Oh, fuck! <laughs> um, and it was that cute one point where, like, Tiger gets knocked down, and, like, you see, like, one of them come over with, like, a camcorder, and, he, and like, they, like, peer outside the window onto the ground, and there's this Tiger, like, outside the building on the ground, just leaning, like... Oh, that's some good visual effects. That, that was a really good shot. Like that's some good editing right there to show that like normal normal sized building outside miniature set with suit actor like on the ground. It's like and then back and forth. It's like damn, fuck. That's pretty good shot. There are some pretty good shots in these episodes. Like pretty good in episode twenty two when Tiger first shows up to fight Takong, just where he's by the bay and it's like nighttime. That that was my favorite shot in the episode. Like, I like that. I liked it when he was walking off in the sunset. Or just like the attention to detail as well. It's like when a Gishron like cuts the circle open to like come up from the ground. You see a security camera footage like of the same event. It's like that's some good attention to detail. Yeah, like also it. when uh, Takan like uh, you see like Takan fall over and then he cuts to like a view of a, of a park and you see like a like a play structure that's shaped like an octopus. Oh yeah. I was like, yeah, that's funny. But, um, so yeah, then just, they're getting their asses handed to. Who the fuck shows up? Um, uh, Ultraman Zero. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, when we originally first watched this episode, I actually was legit surprised. I was not, for some reason, I was not expecting Zero to show up. And I see him, I'm like, Zero, what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> I'm like, God damn it, every time Belial gets involved in some fucking way, Zero always needs to fucking be there to fucking kick his ass. He's just in the land of light reading a book on how to teach pupils. Zero, my blouse senses are tingling. tingling. <laughs> I'm. Hey, Dad, be back for dinner. <laughs> so it's like, but, but di- dinner's dinner's ready. Dinner's been ready for like thirty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> like zero just comes from the ground. Don't question he's, why he comes from the ground. He's sleeping. Like, did you notice that as well? When Zero showed up, it's not like port interdimensional portal flying through or like just flying from the atmosphere. He shows up from the ground. Yeah. Like he like he, it looks like he's on like some sort of wheelie thing, and like as he's coming up, he's like keeps turning. Yeah. He's like Zero, Zero's a boss, man. What can I say? I have arrived to defeat uh, to defeat the Belial that is here. It's like here you. He just looks at Tiger. 
fuck's this? The, the fuck's this? Oh, it's zero. Seven volts for seven. Seems to be a blah like shit ton of times. <laughs> the tiger basically just does the whole zero. You son of a bitch. <laughs> What's the matter? Light of light got you pushing too many pencils. <laughs> well, man, eighty eighty's trigonometry, man. I like to think 80, yeah. 80 is a teacher in the line of light. He is a teacher. No, I'm saying like in the line of light, he's probably a teacher. He is. Oh. That's why he chose to be a teacher as his human host. Oh. Because he already knows what to do. It's and like, like Hikari, I feel like he's like the college professor for like theoretical physics. So it's like he, he like he teaches like the most advanced fucking shit. And so like Hikari's just like, how not to get possessed by a demon. 101. Number one, don't leave the planet. Number two, don't leave the fucking planet. Well, number three, don't leave the planet! <laughs> what do you do? What if we leave the planet? <sighs> Your <laughs> laser blade. <laughs> um, so yeah, so then it's interesting that, like, Zero starts fighting Trigir, and, like, Zero's, like, kind of, you know... Kinda has a one up on him a little bit. And Shigeru's just like, ooh, Zero, you think you're so fucking cool, huh? Fuck you, last time I saw you, you turned an evil clone of me. Coming out in July. Our, our talk of the new and generation. I do it again. And Shigeru's just too. And I do it again if I had the energy. <laughs> Which is why I think I like the joke of like, we haven't fought yet, haven't we? It's like, because at the time of this episode, uh, Ultra Galaxy Fight New Generations. Heroes was still coming out. Although both of them were in it, neither of them interacted with each other. Oh. Except for like one quick scene where it was like, bye. Yeah, no, Zero's too busy fucking beating her and Grigio the whole time. Protecting her. Yeah. Oh, you're so right. <laughs> I'm Zero. Ultraman not, not Zero. That meets an Ultraman X, though. The scientist chick had a fucking crush on Zero. <laughs> no, Zero's not. Oh, it's <laughs> you again. Call me. <laughs> Call me. Um. So yeah, they end up they end up defeating the uh, the Blau clone, which but, it was still it was still nice to see him. You, but they defeated him with a new toy. I mean, weapon. Yeah, the zero pla- the plasma zero let. Yeah, the plasma zero let. Oh, which no. ac- according to zero, oh, I misspelled something in the notes. Zero. Zero. Uh, it's apparently like it. It's a res. It's red. It's resonating zero's energy. Two million percent. I I think he didn't actually mean that. I think he was just saying like it's like how Zero's like oh you're twenty thousand years too early to fake me. I think he was just saying that. Oh, it's like think... oh with our powers combined, it's like two million percent. So I don't think that was actually the thing. I think uh, you don't that. think it's actually the canonical like no, power. No, form. it's just two million percent equals fucking broken. Yeah, he was just hyping everyone up. <laughs> Uh, he shows up and Tiger's like Zero there you are he's like let's rock and roll freaking cracks his shoulders he's like let's do this let's go you and me also they destroy half the city because all four of them use their like spacium rays (laughs) yeah no that was a fucking good shot freaking the zero wide shot the tristerium blast freaking uh freaking the terra the terra ardiga and then the decium ray all four of them like crisscross with each other to make an X and somehow doesn't explode the city. No, yeah, the whole city should have been nuked. Definitely. That's four rank that's four spacium race. 
I don't know, maybe they controlled, like, the power of them. I feel like Ultraman are more powerful than they actually, like, let on. Like Superman, they, so they, just, they, yeah. they just don't let go? Yeah, they just hold back. Or, yeah, they hold back. Yeah, they don't, they don't go full strength. That That's why it makes sense that, like, as we saw in the Zero movie, that, like, all of them were, like, moving on the Land of Light. They were just moving, like, fucking super fast, using all their different attacks and stuff. But when they're fighting, when they're in on Earth, like, they're fighting slower. I always love that attention to detail. Just when they're in the Land of gravity. Light, they just move around like normal fucking people. <laughs> that's great. If you haven't watched the Zero movie, fucking go watch the Zero movie. If not, wait until later this year when it comes out on Blu-ray. Yeah. Uh, there's a ten minute scene of Bilal just beating the shit out of everybody. It's fantastic. I can't talk about that scene enough. It's it's one of those scenes where you have to examine it frame like scene by scene. No, like the first time, like uh, the reason I fell in love with Belial was because of that fucking scene. Because I'm like, he there's just, no more power. There's no po- other powerful Ultraman more powerful than this fucking guy. He just took on the entire planet. He dummied everyone. Every everyone. <laughs> what? What about Leo? He dummied everybody. Stupid. But, and then Ultraman King would come in and just fucking snap his fingers. Bam, dead. I am inevitable. <laughs> yeah, no, essentially. Because remember, Ultraman King is fucking God. He is God. Who's this guy again? Shh, quiet. Shh. He'll kill us all. He can fucking kill us with a blink. Just keep clapping. <laughs> Yay, Ultraman King! <laughs> That's one of my favorite jokes that, I've made. Okay, okay, calling yourself Ultraman King is kind of like just... Like stro- stroking your own eagle or ego, <laughs> stroking your own eagle. Yeah, stroking, <laughs> stroking your own ego. I meant to say, but just like I'm gonna call myself Jack. Well, well, maybe well just... my name's Ace. I'm Ultraman King. Well, maybe Fuck he has you. like a, maybe he has like a really really complicated name that's just so like incomprehensible to like normal language. You, you can't like you can't say it. So he's like. My name is, uh, 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 let's call me King. I mean, he is the oldest Ultraman of all of them. He's the first Ultraman. Kinda. <laughs> Ultraman 1966. The fuck! My joke to you? Where's our Ultraman King series? I just want I just want a movie or special about Ultraman King specifically. Well, I mean, Ultraman G kind of helped that. No, and you could see, you could tell too that Zero, Zero was like, the prod the prodigy of Ultraman because King was also there to like witness his training. True. He, yeah. No, Zero Zero is like the true savior of fucking Ultraman kind. Because it's like if 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 the god of Ultraman well not the god of Ultraman, but if like the most powerful of them all is watching over your progress and training, you have to be special. Oh, there was also a cute scene when, like, before Zero shows up when Belial's fighting Taiga, Shagir just freaking hops up onto a building and he's like, eh, fake's a fake, but I'm at least enjoying this fight. It was fun. It's actually going to be a challenge. Oh, and the four aliens got killed when Belial crushed the building. Yeah. Unfortunate, but oh well. <laughs> but yeah, Shagir, uh, Shagir bails... Saying that, oh, something... I'll get you next time, gotcha. I'll get you next time, Tiger. Next, next time. No, wait. No, wait. Hang on. Trigger's British. I'll get you next time, Tri... No. I'll get you next time, Tiger. 
Next time. Well, he has like a very deep, like deep British He's got voice. Accent. Yeah, he's... Got you next time, Ultraman Tiger. Um... Yo, wanker. <laughs> No. Uh, yeah, so this episode was pretty cool. It was definitely, like, you know... Pretty good. It, yeah, giving a quickie to zero there, but... Alright, that's your one for episode. <laughs> oh! Um, yeah. Uh, oh, there's also this cute shot of when Hiroyuki... Like, it's like, Hiroyuki reverts back to normal. Like, Taro... Or not Taro. Bleh. Zero grabs, uh, grabs Hiroyuki, just places him on a building. There you are. Hey. A while may be strong, but don't underestimate your gear. He's he's up all here, in the mask, but no, up in your brain. <laughs> See, this is why Tiger's not my disciple. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, overall, fun episode. I think I like mm. the I like the three aliens like chemistry. That was great. I liked to see Malal again, even though it was a really fucking excuse. I mean, it's at least a. Good excuse. Yeah, yeah, it's good. not just oh, Bilal's here. Why? Thumbendum using this fork. Yeah, this is the fork. Fork. And then Zero just went back to having dinner with his dad, you know, chit chat, and then he went back to reading his book on how to how to teach a disciple. <laughs> Ultraman teachers for dummies. <laughs> for shummies. For shummies. For shummies. Yeah. That sounds like a freaking. Brand name for like, for like a like, for, um. That'd be, oh, a fun, that'd be a fun thumbnail to make. What are they called? What? The things that kids wear when swimming. Oh, water wings. Water wings. That's what they're called. Yeah. <laughs> I I never knew the name of them because I just I <laughs> yeah, I, I water wings. I didn't have to wear or, them. Or floaties. Floaties. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, floaties. I, I used to call them water wings. <laughs> It's just one word, Gar. What is it? What is the color of the red fire truck? Oh, I should know this one. Pink. (laughs) (laughs) Name a a yellow fruit. Orange. (sighs) (laughs) It's actually a fucking thing from uh, Family Feud. What? Just like you can tell when the woman said orange, she immediately was like, what the fuck did I say that? What's Popeye's favorite food? Chicken! <laughs> no. It's a, like... It used to be the, actually the mascot for Popeye's chicken. Uh, like, everyone on her family... Like, all of her family members were just like... You're dumb. Yeah, you're dumb. You're fucking dumb. It's spinach. You dumb. You fucking... You dance the both. Anyways, this leads us into our two-part finale... Episode 24, I'm Parika. Parika. And episode 25, Buddy, Buddy Steady, Steady Go. Go. So. The alternate title was Buster's Ready Go, but that was already taken. So. Parika's an android. She is an android. Yes, which guy's going to play a funny clip. Which, I'm going to quickly play a clip here. So. <laughs> The, the giant meteor comes down. Yep. And it destroys, you know, a lot of things. A lot of things. People are dead. People are dead. People well, are not, rioting. Well, not, There's not. protesters protesting for aliens to get the fuck off of Earth. Yeah. Because, like, this one, all this shit wouldn't have happened if there weren't any aliens to begin with. But, uh, yeah, uh, 
Parika leaves just only mentioning one word. Woola. Woola. Or oola. Yeah, oola. The W is silent. Yeah. <laughs> Which kind of finally explains who Parika is. Because Parika didn't really get a whole lot of character development this show. No, except for that one episode with that, that, uh, that check. Oh, with the general chick. Yeah. Yeah, and which yeah, it's revealed to be to be that seven years ago, Kana found Parika as like she is an android. Yeah. From space. Yep. Once again, things that could have been brought to my attention yesterday. Why did she never tell them? Okay, so I think there it was. This was a situation of oh, she didn't want to be remember her true purpose and like she wanted to live as like an old human being. So Kana was like respecting her wishes enough to give her that. So she's like, we'll just forget that you're an android. We'll make you a human. We'll give you a full name, and you can just work for me. So I think it was just that. It's just that she didn't, she wanted to give her a normal life. They just never expected this whole Woola situation to actually fucking occur, and then it did. Fair enough. Yeah. So, I feel like, though, they should have told them. Well, like, that should have been, like, priority number one. It's like, oh, by the way, she's an android uh, trying to keep a, a, a planning monster from check. But, let's just... Well, well, they didn't know that part. It's no. just... All, all... The only thing Kana knew is that Parika had a mission to fulfill. I think there should have been hints, too. It's like, oh, yeah, like, Kana's been working with me for, like, seven years. And then, like, at one point, he's like, seven? But, like, she would have been, like, a little girl, wouldn't she? What? You know, like, at like, least, like I, they should have made, like, hints. Like, oh, why is she good with technology? Just, oh, I'm just good with technology. Yeah, that explains why she's so fucking good on the computer and stuff and, like, good scouting and, like, looking up information because she's a fucking android. Which, it's like... Also, that clip from... The clip that I was playing was from The Wedding Singer, by the way. Yeah, like, the one Adam Sandler movie I've never seen. Yeah, neither have I. Uh, <laughs> I like, you blew it! Oh, from Billy Madison. You blew it! But, yeah, apparently this was all Kurosaki's plan. Well, his, well, well his, not, new, his new plan. Yeah, his new plan, which there is no plan. He's just doing this because why not? I'm bored. I don't have any small wishes or goals. And it's like, didn't you say your goal was to have Ultraman Taro's son kill Ultraman Taro? Wasn't that your fucking initial plan? Like, what the fuck? He did not have a plan. At this point... Like, he's the, jo- he's the Joker! Kurosaki is pretty much the Ultraman equivalent of the Joker. When I chase a dog, I'm like a dog chasing a car. Once I catch up with it, I don't know what to do with it. wonder how I got these scars. wonder how I got this mask. Which I wish we knew. I honestly, I would love to see a, like a rough concept design of what Tregear looks like without the Tregear stuff on him. I wouldn't mind seeing that either. I would, like, Because that is definitely, like, it is revealed in the light novel that, like, he puts that on because he doesn't want to be acknowledged as an Ultraman. Yeah, he puts on the mask, puts on, like, the armor, like, the binding armor that covers his color timer, which you can see he has a glowing blue one. Yeah, a giant blue one. He's, uh, like, black and blue. That's actually kind of cool. Yeah, so he eventually we get to, like, we find out, like, from Titus that uh, Ula's, like, uh, or Woola, 
uh, Willa's like just this horrible plant-eating monster. He just goes to plants, fucking just eats them, devours them. Has no uh, like endless hunger. Like he just constantly. Because we find out later that he has a black hole in his stomach, which lets him just constantly be consuming things, and, and what, he has an endless hunger. It's like, oh, where did he come from? He was made by man. Space debris from one planet basically got sucked into a black hole. That's yeah. how it came to be. Because when you look at this fucker, like, he is terrifying. Like, he is, like, he reminded me of, um, there was a, I think it was a kaijin orb that, like, I, remember, was, I think it was the final kaiju that was made. Oh, Mega Norochi? Yeah. It was, just, it was like just a giant head? Well, it was just, like, a bunch of, like, fusion of kaijus. Like, I think there was an Ultraman series that had... Bedora? I think so. Like Belial's giant, like Satan. Form. Yeah, that's it. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. But yeah, because like Willa, just like he's like this fusion of like all this stuff, and he has like this giant fucking like gaping mouth, and like it's just, it's 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 terrifying, and like anything Taiga tries on him, it just does not work. He just swallows it. Oh, I love Chipotle. Kaiju's. Yeah, like Gar Gar made a good uh, mention the observation that he kind of looked like he was like. It's like a hand puppet? Yeah, just the way that it's like, since he's just a giant head with like tiny little arms, like a Tyrannosaurus Rex a bit, his movements are very like hand puppet-ish a bit. Which I like to think that maybe that's what it was. It was just like a guy with like arms that just go, Maybe, but, you know, giant suit, I'm not entirely sure. But like, and we tried looking up to see if there's like a vinyl figure of him, there isn't, and I, I understand. This I, is a very complicated design. I understand, but I'm also very upset because it's like, it's a... It's a damn good design. Yeah. Um, so Parika eventually like goes away and she feels like, well, I'm the per- thing like that can stop this, like put it to rest. Yeah. And so he, she feels like that's what my only purpose in life. Like I have to fulfill what I'm destined to do. And like Hiroyuki, Kana and Homari are all just like, no, you're a friend. Like you're family. You you are you've made a name for yourself. You've made an identity. Who like as a human being, like you deserve more than just what you've been fated to do. And she just she goes, "You're right, probably, but this is the only way. Like this is the only way we can stop this thing." Yeah. So, Parika finds the uh, uh the brainwave controller that is being run. Uh, that is being currently held by Alien Magma and Alien Markind. <laughs> which is super funny. Which. You know, we're used to. Why are they guys from now? episode one, the aliens that were doing the whole bidding thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This show kind of just lost that altogether. By oh, the second he, episode. I forgot about the whole bidding auction thing. It's weird because they felt like that was going to be the way of how to like bring in all the kaiju's for the show. And like, like you te- or if it was like the testing ground. Like, like the whole like, oh my goodness, I can't believe I'm comparing it to it. It's like Cosmo Royale from Ninja Steel. Introducing the monster of the episode. Gigantify! Shall we gigantify this kaiju that's already yeah. monsterful? No! Oh, sorry! I like that sometimes I actually said no. Yeah. Like, um, that was Baron Nero's suit. Yeah, so she, like, finds this machine, she hooks herself up to it, and, like, she's just, like, totally fucking ready, and, like, here you he's just trying, like, everything to stop her. Cause like it's like they're you're a friend and like we, we love you and she just decides like well then I'll be me I am like I forgot what her her last name was uh, it's something long and complicated that started with an A 
Oh. Uh, Ashikawa Perka. Perika. And she's like, I'm Ashikawa Perika. And, like... I'm a man! I'm a man! <laughs> and, like, she basically... So she, like, uploads herself into, uh... Like, the... Into Wula. Yeah. And kind of keeping it a bit at bay, I guess. Because, like, it just goes, like, dormant. Or something like that. And just... But, like, Hiroyuki and them just, just... Like, they just... They can't. He can't just stand around. They can't stand around and do nothing. Well, that's cheat. I know. Um, but then they pretty much find out that, like, he finds out that they've known, they've, like, uh, like, Omari and Kai have known that he's been tagging this entire time. Oh, yeah, when going over the master plan, because, like, apparently Parika doesn't want to kill Ula. It's like, oh, it's grieving on the inside because it's just hungry. It doesn't want to kill anything. That thing just ate a Galactron. Yeah, oh, yeah, we had, we had Galactron Mark too, because like the fuck was trying to escape and everything, and just nope. it tried to escape from being eaten. But, nope, and you just see his arm, just, just his arm, and just wires just coming up Ula's like mouth. It's like, Which I was happy to see Galactron, but I got I gotta say I don't like Mark two. I like I like the more kaiju kind of uh, that he, Mark one has. It's a it's a mixed bag for me. I like both for, I like both versions of it. I still miss that, like, like this piece, oh. his, his peace song. I love that. Galactron will always be my favorite fucking kaiju from War. But yeah, uh, Parika wants to try and at least save Ula a bit. Not just, like, murder him. Yeah, murder him. Murder him dead. Yeah, dro- <laughs> just drop him dead. But, like, just, they don't they don't see any other fucking choice, really. Uh, so they decide, like, okay, well, we'll try to neutralize the black hole in him so that he's, like, finally, like, full. And he can, like, he can just, rest he can easy. Rest in, yeah, rest in peace. Uh, so, like, they, they do... I forgot what they do, exactly. Like, they, they power, like, a machine or something, fire, like, a missile into him. Alright, so this is this is what they do. Alien Magma and Alien Markine help out as well. Uh, help out with, the, with Operation Buddy Steady Go. Oh yeah, that was cute that they needed that. Yeah. Uh, Alien Magma has a device called the Vice Strike, in which it's a device that can create a white hole, which is you know apparent like you know the parallel difference to a black hole, which if they're going to use some magma waves, uh, from Alien Magma's ship to lure out Ula so that he eats it because it's energy. While feeding him the magma energy, they're gonna slip in the vice the vice strike to cause the white hole into his stomach. That way, he can actually fe- that way it neutralizes the black hole. Hmm. That will give them enough time for Ultraman to show up, feed him more energy, so that he can combust. Yeah, basically, finally, finally being full. And it's funny too, where like the protesters are still going around, but then like Taiga shows up and they're all cheering, and like Irisaki's just like, "You fucking hypocrites! Like you're 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 like saying you want all alien life off of here, but Ultraman is an alien, and like you 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 only care like him because he protects you." That is very valid. Yeah, it's it me me makes a really good point, but then I think after that, like. But then we see, like, during all the chaos and stuff like that, like, uh, these two firemen are about, firefighters are about to be crushed by, like, building debris. But then these two aliens come out of nowhere and they save them. Oh, those aren't firefighters. Oh, they look like firefighters? They were protesters. Oh! Okay, they were dressed in, like, firefighter jackets. Well, red and black was the protest colors. Oh, okay. They look like they were wearing the same jackets, so. 
Yeah, they were all protesters. They all had the same gear. Oh, okay. It looked like firefighters. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so they were saved by two aliens, and they're like, ah, you guys aren't so bad. Yeah, it's like, hey, we just saved, you know, which the sub, like, I think they were trying to do a subplot featuring, like, normal humans being saved by aliens or, like, just the whole protest thing. Yeah. But it doesn't really go anywhere. Like, it doesn't really go anywhere story-wise because the main focus is on Ula and, you know, Taiga. Which, it feels a bit odd because Ula's here to destroy the world. Why do I not feel like it's the end of the world? You know, when Bilal showed up in atrocious form, that felt like the end of the world. Yep. Mega Orochi showing up in the entire city almost being destroyed. That felt like the end of the world. Yeah. Rube, not so much. No, no, Rube, there wasn't much at stake. Um, but, like, this did not feel like a finale. This felt like just your average two-parter. Yeah. Um, so, in the end, like, they, they're able to, like, satisfy his hunger. And, like, Freak is like, oh, you're full. You can rest now. And then Tiger goes straight into the freaking stomach. And, like, grab, tries to grab Perika. Try to grab Perika, but then, like, yeah. aches, like the aura. So, like, Trigir does show up in which they fight a bit. Yeah, and I like that there's one point where, like, uh, he's, like, he's, like, uh, he's not paying attention to Tiger, and then Tiger like, is, like, jumping towards him. And Trigir just immediately, without a hesitation, just turns around and fucking blocks him, hits him. Like, it, it was just amazing seeing, like, how fast reflexes he has. And then I uh, like that, like, all three of them try to, like, fight him one-on-one. So, like, Fuma try to, like, he's a bit too fast. And then, like, Titus comes down to fucking, like, try to slam a punch on him and stuff. And It's pretty good. Yeah. And then, so then they, like, try to beat him with Tristerium. And... Like, they try to, they try to get Trigir to listen to reason. Yeah. Because Trigir tried to attack, Tar- uh, attack Taiga with the, uh, with his spacing and Ray again. But he, like gathers all the energy and chucks it into uh, Ula as well, causing, like, get, still leading to his demise. But, like, the aura around the planet makes him feel warm a bit, so Taiga tries to talk him down to it. It's like, that's because it's the power of two Ultramen, you and me. No matter what you do, no matter where you go in the galaxy, you are an Ultraman, and you want to protect light. And, like, he holds out his hand, like, come on. Trigir just, like, fuck this. Yeah, no. Freaking throws lightning at him. Yeah, and then he's just like, bye! Not even bye, more like daddy. Yep. Freaking, Trigir just gave up in the final fight. Yep. To the point where, like, like Taiga jumps up into the air and he's, like, he's blocking, he's covering, like, the sun. Trigir's just like, Taro? Hmm. Which they finish him off with the uh, Quattro, uh, the Quattro Squad Blast Blaster, which that that finally led to, to Trigir being defeated. Yeah, and we'll never see him again. He's in the movie. Before we even, this is the only downside to watching these shows months after the fact that. Due to fan subbers, which it's not fan subbers' fault, but still, it's one of the downsides to watching these shows. Watching these shows 
months after they air because it doesn't matter. We know that Trigger is still alive. Yeah, and it's just it's hard to just remember like a lot of shit that happened too because like that's that's why I'm so glad like ahead of time we just like we we binged the rest of the series when uh, it was fully subbed. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, and so it ends with uh, the two aliens uh, joining. Joining Aegis. Aegis. Uh, alien Magma becomes security, and uh, Alien Markine becomes accountant. their yeah their accountant. Yeah, and it's like oh yeah, we also got one more member, and it's Parika. It's Parika. She survived somehow. I'm guessing they were able to save her data from, like from Ula before it exploded. Yeah, I'm assuming so. so. In which they were just able to. Just Boom. Yeah, and it pretty much ends like that. So it, it's pretty much just that. But do you see what I mean by it doesn't feel like a finale? No. Yeah, I do. It feels. You want know feels more like. Mm. It feels more like this is the end of the first arc. Yeah. Like Trigir was the first main antagonist, and like someone else is gonna come in later. Yeah, so that was Ultraman Taiga, and honestly, for me, uh, it was alright. Like, it wasn't anything like wow factor, honestly. And, and like, another another thing is, like we said before, mentioned before, that it was because, like, we just, it took us, like, so long to just watch this entire show. So, like, everything's not really fresh in your memory anymore. Exactly. And, like, I talked about it before, but just, like, having, like, three Ultramen at the same time it's just like it's a bit much and like you only had one of them at a time on screen like again I would have loved to have seen like in the finale all three of them fighting Trigir together with the strength and bonds that they made throughout this series that would have been better we don't need to have a fusion of us to fucking defeat Trigir if we just Go fight together. We can do it. Like, in a sense, they are fighting together in the form of Tricerium. Yeah, no, I know. But I would have rather have seen them, all oh. three of them. Because, like, that that's the, it shows how much they've grown. Is that, like, at the beginning of the series, they couldn't do, do it. But then now that they've grown stronger with their bonds, they can do it. So uh, that, that was the big disappointing thing. It was, like, you have three Ultramen, but you don't have all three of them on screen at the same time. I think having three Ultraman also affects it a bit in one one standpoint, and that's uh, like F- Fuma and Titus and Taiga. I feel like they're they're all not underdeveloped, but I feel like they weren't developed enough. But I guess that's because we had the like the tri the tri squad audio dramas, where oh they don't really show up in the show. Okay, here's a YouTube uh, audio drama. Of them just chit-chatting and talking about what they know. And that's what we should have had more. Like, and, like, I feel like... I, I feel like we would have had more fun with them if, like... I feel like if just... If Hiroyuki... If they already knew that Hiroyuki was Ultraman. And, like, they could see them. And they interacted with... The other characters interacted with them. Because I think it would have been funnier. Because, like, Homari and Titus would have become, like, good, like, buddies. And, like... Or, hell, just go with the big... Like, the big thing. Have Homare and Parika be the other two hosts. That'd be great. What an awesome man. It, it would have led to a bit like it would have led again. It would have worked with the whole bonding thing. Like, I mean, sure, Homare and Parika are revealed later on to not be human. Mm-hmm. Like they're both aliens, but it's like it would have 
shown more that like even even two different aliens from two different planets are can still work together. Yeah. Like, it would have worked with the whole concept that this show was trying to do, and that is everyone can work together no matter where you come from. Mm-hmm. I mean, hell, look at the Tri-Squad. Freaking Fuma's from Planet 050. Titus is from the, the Ultra Star. Tiger's from the Land of Blight. All three different areas, and they can also work together. Yeah, and that's the, the, that's what this big show's message and moral was, is, like, discrimination. And it's just like, just because you're from somewhere else doesn't mean you, like... You, you hate them for being different from you who you are like, like that's why like that's why I love living where I live in Toronto because like we are the most cultural diverse city in the world mm-hmm. like you can't look anywhere without seeing like different cultures and it's fantastic I've worked with people of different races different cultures and they are all been like fascinating to, uh, to be a part of and like I just like I have no like racism in my blood or anything like that. Like I love everyone. But then so. you have Trigir who's like aside from the good design and him mind fucking things not that great of a villain. No, like at least with, at least with Juggler uh, like like let's compare him to Juggler a bit cuz that's Cuz they're both kind of like cuckoo this, and yeah, the head. like cuckoo and like kind of same character like, kind of the same character ar- archetype. Juggler works because he knows Guy. They had a history. Hi- yeah, because they have a history together. And also we got a prequel series showing more of their history. Yeah, like, they expand on the lore, and it's the fact that Juggler... It's not that Juggler hates Guy. It's the point of just he believes that Guy doesn't understand him. Yeah, and then, like, K and, uh, and G, like... He was a simple character too, but like he was a simple character, but like you could you, we went more into his head and like where his loyalties lied, and just like even even though Belial full on betrayed him, he still fucking Wait. was like, "I will die for you." The dude was like, fell off a cliff. Yeah, he's like, "Oh, like I'm and trying so- to kill you, and you're still loyal to me." And he's like, "Oh, it's like, all right, buddy, your funeral." So and but like he was crazy by the end too, but like. It was interesting because as the show went on, we got to learn more and more and more about him. Just Trigger this whole time has been like a full mystery. He is the Joker. It's basically, he has the one shtick and he sticks to it. And then like, they like they say he has a plan and then at the last episode, they're like, oh, I never, never I don't believe in goals and, and plans and wishes. And it's like, what? But you were trying to kill Taro by using his son to kill him. Like, that was your plan. I, th- so. I think that's also just a cliche as well. It's like, oh, I hate your dad, so I automatically hate you. Yeah. And that that was the, like, and again, that was the other, like, I think they also stopped caring about what Taiga was trying to do as a character, where he's like, I want to be known for more than just being the son of Taro. I want to be my own person, like my own legacy, my own hero. And, like, I feel like they just kind of... Dropped the ball on Dropped that. that. And I was like, no, that was great character development for him. Because, honestly, if it weren't for the designs, like, if it weren't for each of the Tri-Squad members having their own unique design, they're all kind of just the same character. Yeah. 
But, Which for me, Titus was my favorite thing in this entire show. This is what I took from it. So mm-hmm. he was just every time he was on screen, he's so cool. Fucking like I said, the dummy Black King. That was just like the best fight in the entire fucking show for me. Um, but just I don't know. Like just I watched the series and it just didn't get. It, it just didn't didn't hit it with me. With me, I feel like Taiga had some good episodes. Like, it had some good episodes and it had some bad yeah. episodes. And, like, Homari was a great character. And, like, I liked seeing... Like, I liked seeing... This was a show where I liked seeing more of the side characters doing stuff. Which, like... Like, I, like that's the thing. Because, like, in Rue, we complain that, like, oh, we didn't see enough of the main characters. But in this one, I was like, I didn't mind having, like, the side characters do because they were so fun and lovable. Well, it's because we have more than, like, like three side characters because like we do more yeah and like you know like it's i think it's because it's the fact that they're not family it's like because like in rube the main problem with the side characters is that they're all family in a sense so it's like they all kind of have the same backstory yeah homari is an alien uh, uh, or well, of course he's an alien but basically homari is an alien with a dark past but he found you know he found a different lifestyle to the point where he changed. Yeah, even like he tried to tell that to Farika when she was like gonna sacrifice herself, just being like, like I was in a bad place and stuff, and then I met Kana and she gave me a new purpose and to live. She and, gave like, me the name Soya. Yeah, a second start, and it just yeah. So like, it, know, it, I, I think that's I, you know I think what we're what we're both saying can just equal up to this. Ultraman Taiga had a lot more potential. Not had a lot more potential, but had a lot more story that they could do in just the span of 25 episodes. Yeah, but it was just, like, a lot of it felt episodic, too. That, too. But, again, that's I think that's the Subarius thing of quality over quantity. Yeah. They'd rather tell a good episodic story over one overarching storyline for 25 episodes. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm not saying, like, overall Tiger was, like, bad, but, like, I don't know, just... I, I think it was just, like, going into the series, I was like, oh, Free Ultraman, maybe that'll be interesting. And I think I just kind of... I think I had too much expectation for the show to be, like, super good, because I thought, oh, Three Ultraman, it has to be good then. And then, as the show progressed, I just realized, like, no, 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 you know what, it's better when we have just, like, one or two. Like, we have one in the beginning for, like, the first little bit, and then, like, a second one fucking comes in, and, and it works out. And, what? like, see, like, Orb was able to freaking stand by his little self, because we didn't need a second Ultraman, because we had Juggler. Like, Juggler was the second Ultraman of that series, but he was, like, the villain, too, and he was just so good, and good history, and then, gee, like... You know, G was able to do off his own. Like he had Belial and Zero to like work off of, but like it just it made it work. There's also just the most big, the biggest flaw in the show, which I can totally, I totally understand why Subarai is going with fusions next with Ultraman Z. The gimmick did nothing in Taiga. Yeah, no, the, the, that, that's why. Like I had no interest in getting the Tiger Spark. Honestly, once like it showed up in the show. I was just like, eh. Like, the, why are they keys? Why are they keychains? Yeah, why, like, why are they keychains? And then you have, like, bracelets and rings? Like... Like, if you're going for the whole bracelet and ring thing, why not just make it that Taiga in... Like, why not make it a dual wrist... Like, dual wrist thing? Yeah. 
have it be like you have to insert like something into the other wrist, then you scan it. You can still have the whole scanning thing. Yeah, but it's so just like the Ultralets and Kaiju rings did little to nothing. I totally understand why they didn't go to make a ton of them. Yeah, because like Orb, I got like, well, no, I didn't get anything from Orb, but uh, like Jeet, I got like a bunch of stuff from Jeet. Rube, I got a lot of shit from Rube just because like stuff Dar was cool. Dark Orb. And yeah, especially Dark Orb. Orb Dark. And yeah, Orb just, Dark. Yeah, and uh, just, oh, Taiga, Taiga, I just. I, I didn't enjoy that much, unfortunately. Like, the Ultraman themselves are cool. Like, Titus, like I said, my favorite thing being out of this. But other than that, like, eh. We'll, we'll probably get better stuff when we talk about the audio dramas. And God knows whenever the movie's going to get a re-release. Oh, man. Or not re-release, but basically get a release. Yeah. Because at this as of this recording, Subaru Productions still hasn't made an announcement as to when the new release date is. Due to the current pandemic that's yeah. going on. So that's why for Ultraman Z, Z we're going to be very smart with this. Yes. So if you haven't, if you don't remember us talking about it, we will say it now. We are talking about the first episode of Ultraman Z the week after it comes out. But afterwards, we're waiting until the entire show is done. So that way... We're still going to watch it. We're going to watch it on our off time. Yeah, on our off time, so that we at least still can watch it. But as for Ultra Ranger-wise, we are saving it until once all of it is fully subbed. That way we can watch it from week to week and have a better kind of concept as to what's going on. Because both Rube and Taiga have taken us several months to talk about it, when it should only take us like five like, half that time. And plus, we'll be able to approach the show with, like, a more kind of serious uh, view because we'll watch it off on our off time, like, it, with hype and everything, ooh, and then we can actually, like, watch it more critically. And, yeah. Like, be like, see, oh. like, oh, does the hype really still stay for the show? Or is there, like, some things we missed about it? So, so for Zed, we're going to be a lot more smarter than this. So, like, uh, yes, I'm excited for G to be in this, like, over the moon happy. I'm that. excited that Riku's coming back for it. I'm excited that I, as much as a lot of people don't like the concept of fusions, I enjoy the fusion concept. I love fusion concept. It, it's basically a good idea of, hey, what, what can't, like, especially since this is the third season in a row featuring fusion, or like the, at least the third season to feature fusion concept, mm -hmm. and they're still not running out of ideas of how to do fusions. Yeah, like some of these fusions are fucking amazing, man. So just. But yeah, overall, Tiger was good for some episodes. Mixed bag. But it could be. It, it definitely had potential to be a bit like a bit bigger. At, yeah, like, I think I think it just had a weak story. It did have a weak story with the episodic thing. The moral message was good, though. Yeah, the overall message I understood. It's just like no matter where you're from and stuff, and don't judge people just because they're different from mm -hmm. where you are, from who you are. Um. So yeah, that's it. Um. I'd honestly, for I'd say like uh, this is a bit harsh to say, but like I'd say if you want to be a completionist, watch Taiga. But I personally just I wouldn't recommend it honestly. Unfortunately. For me, stick for the... For me, watch some episodes. If you don't like it, you don't like it. Yeah. If you end up loving it, more power to you. Oh, yeah. 
Absolutely. I don't discriminate. I don't dis- bleh, discriminate against people who love shows that I don't like. No, me neither. It's great. You found something in the show that I couldn't. Yeah. Unless it's like blatantly like awful and you're just being blinded. Yeah. By like something. Or stupid. hype. Yeah, or hype. It's yeah, like, in my older age now, I try to not to let hype fucking overcome me, but it's hard. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger episode 123. Buddy, steady, goodbye. That sounds a good, good one. Buddy, steady, farewell. There you go. Episode 123. Buddy, steady, farewell. And for the thumbnail, I know you'll make something cool Tiger related. Yeah, it'll, it'll probably just be like a collage of Tiger. Stall Titus! It's all Titus! All Titus! Just in all caps. That, that, like, again, Titus was probably like my, my biggest take from this show. He was he was fantastic. <laughs> I loved him. Yeah. I, I hope to get the figure out of him. So. Uh, it's sold out for like a bunch of places. Damn. I'm gonna try and find it. But I think I think honestly we need to take from from Tyga, make a Titus special. Make just make make a show about Titus. Freaking YouTube V Cinema or something. Yeah, do 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 V Take his origin story. Make it a movie. Make it an anime movie in the in like the form of the Jonius anime style. Yeah. Because I've noticed that the Superaya YouTube channel has been actually uploading the whole anime. So yeah. maybe one day we'll dive a bit into that just to see what it's like. Hey, apparently it's a part of. Apparently, it's in the list of shows that are get, that is getting a Mill Creek release. Having all Joni Assembler would be pretty nice. Yeah, I wouldn't mind it. So, for the next episode of Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger, now that we have finished Ultraman Taiga, it's now time to dive into the first part of the Ultraman Tiga finale. Oh yeah, Tiga baby, we're finishing it. Yeah. So join us next time as we talk about episodes 50, 51, and 52 of Ultraman Tiga and give our overall thoughts on what we of what we thought of the show. Oh yeah. Schwa for now. Schwa for now, everyone. <laughs>